and we're recording. I just want to say that I'm almost 100% certain that every time Tom Brady and Giselle make love, it's to that song. He just has Pat Benatar just loaded up. That's the only song on his Spotify. Hey. (laughs) Just Pat Benatar. What's going on, guys? It's Don, joined today by Damo. Uh, Pretty wild uh, weekend. Last weekend? (laughs) Yeah. It's Saturday today. I'm talking last weekend. The uh, AFC and NFC Championship games. I didn't. Uh, I got to see the overtime of the Pats game. Mm-hmm. I did not see any of the Rams Saints game. I just kept asking prisoners what the score was. Prisoners, prisoners knew. Yeah, they all got TVs. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a nice. I'm not allowed. For... Not allowed. But they are. They got free cable in that bitch. Hmm. What's the I score? I can't even afford cable. Yo, man, what's the score? <laughs> hey, uh, what's the score? Hey, right. Saints, Saints beating the shit out of them, 13 nothing. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but. Yeah, pretty crazy. Both games went to overtime. Both home teams lose. Yeah, it's nice. the first time, I think it's the first time that's ever happened where both championship games went to overtime, um, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Probably. And the sad part is those both of those games are probably going to be better than the Super Bowl. Probably. Yeah. We'll see what happens, though. Sean McVay might have something up his sleeves. Mm. He might. I don't doubt it. But, yeah, he had the, uh, the Rams over the Saints in the Dome, 26-23. The Pats over the Chiefs. 37-31. Both games decided by questionable situations, which is okay. interesting. The uh, pass interference call, Roby Coleman, not called. You, you could have called that whatever you wanted to fucking call it. That yeah. was helmet-to-helmet contact, unnecessary roughness, pass interference. That that ref could have called literally anything. The only thing that was wrong that could have that would have been the wrong call was not making a call. That was literally the worst thing he could have done in that yeah. situation. Yeah. The only way you could possibly be wrong here is just to say nothing. <laughs> oh, and God. that's <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. It was bad. I was it's... freaking out. I didn't it's not I don't have a a horse in the race. I didn't truly care if the Saints got in or if the Rams got in, but to see that to side a game was, I don't know. I was, yeah. A lot of people's arguments like, well, you never know what would have happened. You know, they could have, you know, they could have still come back. It's like, no, no, the Saints would have had a first down inside like the ten, inside yeah. the five, maybe. Well, that game and, was over. Uh, they would have just need the ball out till nothing, kick the field goal to go up twenty three twenty. Yep. That's and that would have been it. Happened. Yep. They would have had, like, what, 14 seconds to drive down the field with one timeout if they didn't burn them when they need the ball, which they would have. 
So zero timeouts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like your chances. No, that. No, that's definitely the the Saints were definitely going to win that game if that pass interference was called. Yeah. Because Will Lutz was on was kicking just fine. He, I don't think, I don't think he'd have missed the chip shot from, you know, the ten yard line. Yeah, I don't think he's missing the twenty four yarder. Yeah. What bothers me, not even the call. How about the drive leading up to the not call? First and ten, you got like not a lot of time left, right? Just inside the two minute warning. So you pass the ball three straight times. Why? Run? Why are you not running? The, I don't care if you don't gain a yard. I don't care if you lose five. Mm-hmm. They should have. Yeah, they should have definitely been running the ball, killing some the, clock. The, the fact that your season hinged on a no call pass interference—it never should have happened anyway. Because you should have been running the football. Like True. Sean Payton's, like. Yeah, Shabby Faye thinks he's real fucking cool. Throwing all his weird plays. How about this? I'm going to jeopardize my entire fucking career and just <laughs> sling the ball around when I could almost guarantee myself a victory if I just run the ball three times. <laughs> like, that's the stupidest fucking that play is, call I've that, ever seen. That is dumb. And, I mean, I guess I just didn't like... I mean, that's whatever... The bad bad play calling maybe, but what I don't my I didn't like how the NFL handled it, which was not talking about it at all. <laughs> We're just well, gonna I mean, pretend I bet if we ignore this for long enough though, people will just forget about it. No, no one's ever gonna forget that. <laughs> that's forever. Yeah. Just like Des dropped it. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing now. You created that. Which brings to me to ask at what point are we going to be able to review penalties like that? Hopefully never. Because really that so? would just be super obnoxious. It could get out of hand, but like, there's some things that need like that. I, okay. If they open it up to where in the last two minutes of the mm-hmm. game, you could review that. That's fine. What about, what about, okay, so what if, I think you should be able to, if it's a blatant call, and you have, you, I think you should be able to use a challenge on it. Yeah. I think, like, I think Sean Payton should be able to toss a red flag on that. Be like, hey, hey, jackass, you missed that. Take a If peek. I was him, I would have. Yeah. Just tossed one. Yeah. <laughs> At flag that point, me 15 whatever. yards. I'm at the 10. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope, I hope they come up with some sort of solution so that games don't end on blatant no calls like and i and i i've i've always thought like it should be as easy as like new york because you know how new york's involved with this whole thing so like they 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 tell them like if it while they're watching if they anyway so new york it's i I want new york to be able to step in and be like hey jackass you missed that please don't please don't screw this up change the call (laughs) you know like into the earpiece of the ref yeah hey yeah as simple as that. It's definitely disappointing. But uh, for the Saints, I'm sure. Especially, you know, and, and the worst part is if the Saints. I mean, I would way rather watch the chess match between Tom Drew Brees and Tom Brady. 
Right. Then watch Jared Goff weeble wobble his way through a fucking Super Bowl that he's going to lose. Yeah. Okay, who the fuck wants to see that? Nobody. Rams fans, which yeah. there's not a plethora of. No. <laughs> there's not that many of those. There's a few in St. Louis, probably still. Yeah. Not many in Los Angeles, though. Yeah. No, not at all. But, uh,. I don't know. <clears throat> I wish. I wish. It, I. I mean, what do I wish happened? I wish it was a Saints Chiefs Super Bowl, but that's. Uh, yeah, only I because think. you didn't want me to be right. No, no, don't. <laughs> I honestly don't care that you got it right at all. <laughs> well, I was fucking right. Okay, yeah, you were. You, you, you know this or not? Like the first week that we did this podcast, I picked the fucking Rams and Pats to be in the Super Bowl. And well, were... because of two horrendous penalties, <laughs> one horrendous penalty and one not penalty, I'm correct. You know what that and... is? That's that's God throwing me a bone. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this guy's life sucks. Let's give him this bragging guy... rights with like the seven people who listen to him talk. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. this guy's never right, ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> remember when I told you to sit Kareem Hunt week three? You remember? Yeah. Not right very often. 45 points later, that was a bad call. <laughs> yeah, turns out I was wrong. Go figure. These things happen. But what apparently, else? but apparently, uh, Sean Payton got talked to by Roger Goodell, and Roger Goodell, I don't know what he did, but it, it wasn't good <laughs> enough, whatever. But he's, he fined he find that uh, Roby Coleman for helmet to helmet contact on Tommy Lee Lewis. Yeah, see, that's fucking stupid, too. They're like, well, we're going to fuck you out of a Super Bowl, but hey, this guy has to pay $26,000, so. Really? I think like it's dumb cares? that they're trying, that the Saints fans want to, because apparently, under the commissioner's authority, he has the he has the ability to make them replay the game. Wow. You didn't hear, have, you, have you not heard this? No. Okay, well, Saints, up there, there is a rule. Somewhere stating that Roger Goodell has the power to, if he feels like there is an unjust, if somebody won unfairly or whatever, he does have the ability to make them replay the last few minutes of a game or the full game or whatever. Mm. Saints fans were calling for that, and Roger Goodell obviously hasn't spoken on it publicly. He should. That would be interesting. It would be super interesting, but also really dumb, and I don't want it to happen. I don't either. <laughs> I don't want to see a rematch. No, because just... do you think the Rams are going to show up to that? Like, no, we fucking won already. We're we're going to the Super Bowl. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, bad plays happen. It's a shame for it to happen on such a huge stage. Well, yeah, and Saints fans are acting like it's the the one. I mean. The magnitude of the situation makes it worse, obviously. But the Saints fans are acting like there's never been a blown call to end a game ever. Because yeah, they're the only ones that's ever happened to. Yeah. Now, well, How about this, Saints fans? You've had one of the best QBs of all time, a tremendous offense, and you've won one Super Bowl. One. Well, generally... Okay. Generally, it's been because they couldn't get a defense to... Yeah. They still don't have much of one. Their secondary is terrible. Yeah, their run defense is pretty good, though. Their 
Well, it's second, first, second in the league. First or second. Run but defense. It, but. You know, it's just, I get it at the same time. And hey, these things happen. It's just the way it is. I mean, if it was me, I'd be bitching a lot. But I mean, oh, yeah. not... if this was the Broncos, he'd be fucking livid right now. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. No. You just fucking move on. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, as upsetting as it is, if you're not going to replay the game, mm-hmm. it's dead. Yep. The Rams are going to the Super Bowl. You're not. There's always next year, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> yep. That's the fun. I, I love that saying. There's always next year. Like, not all the time. <laughs> not... <laughs> no, sometimes there's not. <laughs> no. The Saints do need to improve on that secondary, though. Holy Christ. Yeah. Not it's hard good. to watch. But, um, and they have, I mean, and they have, uh, like, the names sound good, you know? Yeah. But, I don't know. They just don't put together great performances. No. Not at all. And, I guess the last thing, the Chiefs could be going to the Super Bowl if D Ford wasn't such a such a moron. <laughs> yeah. The defensive end lining up offsides is uh, not, not good. Yeah, first of all, why are you in a three-point stance? Okay. You're an outside linebacker. Stop it. I mean, Jesus. If you can't see the ball, you're either way onside or horrendously offside. You're wearing all red. Pretty sure if you take a peek to your left, you'll figure out where the fuck you're supposed to be at. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So D Ford lines up offsides. It's not a dead ball foul. Nope. So the play continues. Tom Brady throws a ball. It's tipped and intercepted, which would have sealed the game. Had he not for the Chiefs. lined up offsides. Yeah. And it wasn't just like the tip of his helmet, it was his entire torso. Yeah. It was not good. No. He could have like reached out and slapped the back of the left tackle. Before the ball was even snapped. Because we're not talking about jumping offsides. Like, oh, fuck, hard count. No. He just lined up on the ball. Not even fucking close. And his job is to make sure everybody else is lined up behind the ball. And he was... He was lined up over it. It would have been funny as fuck if you saw the replay. And he's, like, waving people backwards. Yeah. Like, hey, you're too close. Dude, you are in the backfield. <laughs> <laughs> The wide receiver can't see Tom Brady. <laughs> Fucking up. Yeah, not good. So the Chiefs hand Tom Brady his ninth trip to the Super Bowl. I would have. I think the overtime there. I think if Patrick Mahomes gets is the first one to drive down the field, the the, the Chiefs win. I think it was going. Yeah. I think it was going so much like as soon as I heard that the Pats got the ball, I was like, yep, Tom Brady's going to score because this, this Chiefs defense ain't stopping nothing. They, ain't, no. they didn't stop shit all day. And no. Well, they did, but it's some interceptions and whatnot, but you get it. The, Tom Brady was going down there, and he was scoring no matter what. Yeah, you weren't stopping him. 
I was surprised at how effectively they were able to just run the ball right up the fucking middle. Mm. Not trying to fool anybody. At all. Just fucking, yeah, we're just going to put it right there. And it's like at seven yards. How about, do you see the highlights of Tony Romo calling the game? Yeah. Uh, Annoying, but impressive. Yeah, it is super annoying. But, like, at the same time, when he calls it and it actually happens, you're like, wow, somebody does a little film study. Okay. Okay, I see you. Yeah. If Gronk gets doubled, they're going over the middle to Edelman. Yup. Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly what time, just happened. At the same, in the same, in the same, uh, uh, who who the hell is he going to toss the ball to anyway? I mean, it makes yeah. perfect sense. Like if Gronk gets doubled, he's going to go with Edelman right across the middle. Like you mean yeah. to tell me Tom Brady's not going to ram the ball into double coverage to Gronk in overtime? I don't believe you. I don't believe you for a second. I think he's definitely going to do that. Yeah, no. It's... Then he's like, if the safety crashes down, he's going to Gronk one on one on the outside. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Good job, Tony. You're way better at announcing than you ever were at playing football. That's for sure. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Pretty much. But uh, I don't know if you're a, if you are the owner of a team or a GM of a team, are you even thinking about calling Tony Romo to give you? Give your defensive coordinator a little, uh, a little advice. No, he's, he's he's analyzing games better than a lot of defensive coordinators, I would imagine, do. Probably, but no. You wouldn't pay any money for that. No. No, probably not. It'd be such a clusterfuck, and then you'd have your defensive coordinator. Cool, you think I can't fucking do this on my own? Well, then hire him as a defensive coordinator, then. Yeah. You could. I mean, eh. Well, see, I don't even know if he could be a defensive coordinator, though. I don't know. I don't know how his ability to call a defense. But yeah, I just, I just think he needs to be in the ear of the defensive coordinator. Like, hey, they're about to do this, so uh, we need to do. But it it happens so fastly. If you don't have it's it before, just it. then like, he calls it after everything's set up. Yeah. All the formations are there. It's like that's true, but do you have a do you have a break in? I for a second I thought maybe. <laughs> I was like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> Just miscellaneous noises coming from the laundry room. Just like about to pull the drawer out. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the drawer is where the gun is. No, it was Evan. Oh. Doing something. I don't know. Anywho. <laughs> All right. Well, but yeah. I, I don't know. I. Once the formations are all set and you're like, okay, well, now it's gonna, he's going to do this. Yeah, that's... Well, it, it's too late to make an adjustment at that point. Yeah. You're right. I agree with that. Uh, it's an interesting concept, but I think without knowing... Eh, yeah, he'd probably be better than some defensive well, then, But there's the other, the other problem is, I mean, I know he's right 
fair majority of the time, but when he's wrong, he's very wrong. Yeah. He, when when he when he blows the call, it's uh it's noticeable. You're like, yeah, that was not even close, Tony. Good good try though. <laughs> but Yep. I mean He just said uh, he was just really he was just really hot on the uh during the the AFC championship game. Yeah, I mean yeah. If you were to take, just pick a random defensive coordinator and put him in the same spot, and he might be able to do the same things. So we don't see that. We see Tony Romo because he's the one doing it. Right. Well, I'm but, sure yeah. there probably is. There probably are defensive coordinators out there who can call like that. <clears throat> yeah. Can see can see the game like that. Yeah. But so Pats Rams in the Super Bowl. New England favored by two and a half. Yep. Over under last, 57. Last I knew, anyway. Last yeah, I saw. it could have changed. Uh, yeah. I I'm, uh, I'm going to take the Patriots minus two and a half. Uh, possibly, yeah, the, uh, possibly the over. Yeah, it could 57. be. Could be the over. It's a uh, Super Bowl 36 rematch. 2001-2002 season. Kurt Warner... And Marshall Falk and Isaac Bruce versus Tom Brady and Mike Vrabel and Teddy Bruschi. It might not even been Teddy or not. Yeah, Teddy Bruschi is probably there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some old names. Yeah, some good ones. And fucking Jared Goff was literally in first grade. Maybe not even. Yeah. When Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl as a professional athlete. That's ridiculous. A little bit little bit of an age gap. Yep, seventeen year age gap. It's interesting to think about. Tom Brady's been around that long. Like literally the Patriots won that was their first super that started the dynasty. Mm-hmm. Okay. When Danny and Tomlinson, I can't remember where the fuck I heard this. When Danny and Tomlinson got drafted, played his entire career, and retired, and was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and it's still going. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. It's awesome for him. Yeah, Tom Brady has played in nine Super Bowls. The last eighteen years. That's uh, it's impressive. Yeah, when you start your season, you go to training camp. You're like, hey, we got a fifty-fifty shot of making the Super Bowl. That's Tom Brady's good. a quarterback. That's pretty impressive. Also, know. Tom Brady's Tom Brady's on one currently. Yeah, he's uh telling his telling his teammates that he's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Things like that. He's Tom Brady's going to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Tom Brady is not taking no for an answer. Tom Brady is like a frat guy. He's tired of jerking off. There's a drunk girl on the couch. He's he's not <laughs> he's allowing take anyone to say no to him. He will take what he wants. <laughs> hashtag could... Jared Goff is going to be hashtagging me too. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't even think. I mean, I don't want to. 
I don't want to say the Rams don't have a shot, but I feel like the Rams don't even have a shot. I don't think they do. I think it's going to be bad. I think Tom Brady's going to put his foot on their neck early, jump out to a lead. The Rams are going to battle back, but it's going to be... They're going to win by... It's going to be like the Chargers game. The Patriots blow them out, and then late game, you know, string some guys together and make it look interesting. But if you watch the game, I don't think it will be. What do I want to happen? I want Sean McVay to... I want Sean McVay to win and Jared Goff, but I don't think it's going to happen. I also, at the same time... In the same same aspect, though, I kind of... I kind of want... Tom Brady to win just for the off chance that he may retire. That would be great. Right into the sunset. Even though, I mean, I respect what he's done. I don't, I don't hate Tom Brady. Like I I don't honestly hate like whatever he's been good. I, I respect the work that he's put in. I respect where he's come, like where he started and where he's at now and how long he's been doing it for. But I'm getting real sick of watching him in the Super Bowl. I really am. It's getting old. It's it's it is what it is. I mean, well, you're just you're you're just jealous. Like, yeah, maybe, but like, at the same time, could be, yeah. But I don't. At the same time, I'm not a I'm not a Patriots fan. My Bears have been in the Super Bowl one time since I've been alive. I, I I don't I don't even care if the Bears get in. I just sick. Like in the AFC, I want someone else in the Super Bowl. That's it. <laughs> I want yeah. to see someone else. Phil's a big fan of Tom Brady. I don't know if you know that. Big Phil, big fan. Yeah. He Why? was text he was I don't know. You'd have to have a conversation with him. But oh. he was texting he was happy that Tom Brady won last Sunday. And I I couldn't handle it. I told I was like, I'm not even gonna watch the fucking I was so mad at the time. Like, I'm not even gonna watch the fucking Super Bowl. He's like, well, you got to respect. I was like, yeah, I think that's the, uh, like, I think I'm giving Tom Brady the utmost respect by saying I don't want to watch Super Bowl because I think he's going to win the fucking Super Bowl. I feel like that's that's respect in itself. But what I don't like about Tom Brady is him saying, yeah, everyone thinks we suck. They're all doubting us. Like, dude, you've played in eight Super Bowls, soon to be nine. Nobody is doubting you. That's never been a thing. No, I think he's talking about. He's talking about like midseason where they were not doing so hot and they lost like 34 to 10 to the Titans. <laughs> and then our reporter's like, oh, is Tom Brady done? Tom Brady's not as not as awesome as he used to be because he wasn't. He wasn't doing that hot. He wasn't he wasn't your fantasy football quarterback midseason. You didn't want Tom Brady. No. You know. But like he was win I mean, they win games. Yeah. And I now- mean <clears throat> But yeah, that's I think that's more what he was talking about is like during the season. <laughs> like I am never gonna if Tom Brady plays next year, which he probably will, I'm not gonna say anything about the goddamn Patriots because the Patriots, no matter what happens, are gonna be in position to be in the playoffs. Always. Yeah. It's a it's a guarantee. Nobody in that division is stealing the division from anybody. No. Who do you got? The fucking Pats? The Get Bills. The, the Bills. Jets. And the Dolphins. Yeah, you got the you got the Three. Jets that are ran by Adam Gase, which has, he's never shown any sort of. He's his best accomplishment was being fucking Peyton Manning's assistant, offensive yeah. coordinator. Being Peyton Manning's fucking 
ball powder. Yeah. That's all he was. A figurehead. We're going to call this play. Peyton says, no. All right, Peyton, you do what you want. Hey, yeah. Uh, thinking about doing this. Peyton's like, nah, I don't like it. All right, buddy, you just do what you feel. Yeah, Will do. Pretty much. Keep cashing those checks. <laughs> but I don't know. I yeah, don't know. No. yeah, I don't see any. I don't see anytime soon. Sam Darnold and Adam Gase. I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them winning the AFC East anytime soon. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. They got Josh Allen, who's a really good runner. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, <laughs> kind of fast, sort of. He led the lead, he led his team in rushing. <laughs> That's sad. Probably says more about Lashawn McCoy than it does Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah, um, let's see. Who's the other team in that division? The Dolphins. Uh, the Patriots linebacker coach slash defensive coordinator is going to be their coach. So we'll see how that goes. Most people who play against Belichick don't do so hot against Belichick. No. Who coach against them? Except, I mean, like you'll get a regular season win, but <laughs> you ain't doing shit after that. No. No. Like you might, Miami might beat him at home. Could happen. Happens every once in a while, mm-hmm. but that's gonna be it. Pretty much, it, it, it's the. I don't care who the hell they got on the lineup. They're gonna win games enough to win the division and enough to be in the playoffs. They could jump into the playoffs, fucking seven and nine, and win yeah. the whole thing. It's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. No, and I no... think, and a lot of people think like, if Brady goes, obviously that. I think if if when Brady leaves, and he retires, which could be could be this year, could be five years from now. That's going to end the dom. That's going to end the domination of the Pats. Well, if Belichick sticks around, it will it will end the seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl every year but i yeah. think the patriots are still going to be around there's they're always going to be in contention i think if belichick sticks around tom brady has played in more super bowls than any other franchise in the nfl has been to super bowls period yeah it's pretty that's impressive. disgusting yeah nine denver has been to eight And Dallas has been to eight. Is how can I don't? Know, it's mind-boggling. But uh, yeah, you, you gotta respect him. But at the same time, I'm I'm fucking sick of it, man. I agree. Just go home, fucking, you know, open mouth kiss your kids. It's your weird ass. Bang your fucking. supermodel wife. Bang your supermodel wife who makes just as much money as you. Live in mansions. Literally wipe your ass with $100 bills. <laughs> and do just you, fine. <laughs> until you have succumbed to crippling CTE. Like every other fucking NFL superstar. Ask Merrill Hodge. Like, That's fake. CTE's fake. Merrill Hodge. One, stupid name. Okay? No one <laughs> talks about it. It's a retarded name. Two, he's <laughs> definitely not. I don't think he's qualified <laughs> to be the spokesperson <laughs> to say that. I don't think he has enough medical experience 
Well, he's, he's talked to a lot of doctors who do have the medical experience. And he wrote a book about it. You should read it, I hear. I don't I, I haven't read it. I'm not going to read it. But His name's probably misprinted on the cover. Because who the fuck knows how to spell that anyway? I don't know. It's good questions. But it sounds stupid. Uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, off topic, but <laughs> anyway, it's fake news. Yeah, that's why the fucking offensive line for the Steelers was fucking pulling out his teeth and gluing him back in and tasing himself. <laughs> it's fake news. Yeah, that's that's pre- that's probably right. Junior Seau kills himself in the chest, the prime so of his keep... life. Yeah. So you, no can, so you can study his brain because he said he knew something was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Merrill Hodge is like, nah. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. I don't believe it. I think he's getting a lot of backlash from from the whole media tour and uh, the well, he's he's on a media tour. He's trying to sell this book. He's trying to get people to get off the CT bandwagon. When I mean, there's uh, I, to me anyway. I'm and I'm not I'm not an expert. I don't think you come here for our expert advice. <laughs> but but uh our expert takes but uh yeah i i'm going to say that uh if a medical professional says that junior seau had cte and they've noticed it in many other brains of people who have done similar things i'm going to say it's real yep i'm going to say it's probably accurate i'm going to take the uh neurosurgeon from john hopkins advice a neuropathologist who fucking studied for 10 years over Merrill Hodge, who probably drank his way through college and had a lackluster career. I'm going to I'm gonna pick one over the other. <laughs> yeah. and it's definitely not Merrill Hodge. That's for sure. That's just stupid. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, anything but basketball is a uh, a CTE. Yeah, we're certified. We, we we think it's uh, we think it's real. Yeah, we're hundred uh, percent behind C. We're not behind it. We don't we don't. Uh... But uh, cancer is fake, and vaccinations don't work. So figure that out. I mean, the flu uh, the, the, the uh, flu vaccination. I I think does not work. I don't think it does. I think it gives you the. I mean, it, damn near, it gave me the flu the last time I got one. I yeah. was sick for like a week. The flu vaccine is bullshit. That's not real. But anyway, <laughs> don't they just give you the flu that they think is going to be? Yeah, it's not it? a live virus, so. Yeah. It's basically your body builds up antibodies to fight that virus. So when you that virus presents itself, you already have the antibodies. But I, the flu fucking it changes so frequently that there's no real way down pat way to, to prevent yeah. that it's not like polio that shit don't change <laughs> right and that's uh that's science talk with don and demo yeah yeah i went to a uh, university of phoenix online for a semester <laughs> so i'm smart I went, to, uh, I went to northern michigan university got a two-year degree and uh we definitely didn't knowledge. We're the yeah, we're the NS for knowledge, and we definitely didn't do any sort of uh, any sort of medical uh, science. No. But beyond that, so we got the uh, Pats winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. No problem. And if the Rams win, I'll be happy. But it's a, yeah. I mean, it's a win-win for me, really. 
maybe. If Tom Brady rides off in the sunset, it's definitely a win. I think Gronk's going to retire. Plot twist. Tom Brady retires. Bill Belichick retires. Tom Brady divorces Giselle. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick raise his children in uh, in the Alps. I think that's what's going to happen. Probably true. Yeah, just a, just no smiling. I hope that comes out. I hope they are like gay lovers. No laughter. Just Wouldn't that be awesome? Man-on-man love. <laughs> Wouldn't, wouldn't that be awesome? That would They're be just... the greatest thing that ever happened in my whole life. <laughs> if that was real. <laughs> just, you imagine. Tom Brady's like, I don't know, Bill. Do you want to go out and get dinner tonight? He's like, no, we're here. We have food in the fridge. We're just going to focus on that right now. And, uh, moving on to maybe perhaps some pod roasts that we had frozen. Not worrying about going out to dinner or any of the fancy stuff. We're just going to eat pot roast together like a family. I'm going to bang you in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nobody smiles. That would be no, the greatest. No, Tom Brady smiles. He It's just Bill Belichick doesn't smile. Yeah, but it's it's not. A, it's just a smile to hide the pain. Yeah. That's all it is. A loveless marriage. <laughs> Really wish you'd take me out more. You never do anything fun. <laughs> you can sleep on the couch. No, I always sleep. If on it the comes couch, out, if it comes nice. out years from now that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are in a uh, a uh, gay relationship, you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, you heard it. Here. That's what happens. And Josh McDaniels is uh, definitely involved. Yeah, oh, yeah, less than less, less than favorable way. <laughs> it's not that's why, good. That's why he couldn't go to Indianapolis. And Matt Patricia just watches it all on Skype, beats off. <laughs> that's wow. definitely what happens. I think we're going too far. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. this this could go on for a while. Yeah, I'm hard. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. So now we had the Pro Bowl. Uh, first of all, if you actually sat and watched the Pro Bowl, no, the Pro Bowl is mm-hmm. tomorrow. So, well, the day. Oh, no. well, this is probably going to come out. Okay. This is probably going to come out challenge. during the Pro Bowl. But you get it. The yeah. Skills Challenge already happened. Yeah. If you actually sat and watched the Skills Challenge, you should probably think about maybe some hobbies. You know. Collect baseball cards or pick up hockey games or something. Do something. I feel like I'm being personally attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is so personal. No. No, I, I, uh, it was right before bedtime. I watched some of it. I didn't watch all of it. Yeah. I did see, but like, what I, so I had some notes on it, obviously. Von Miller, not a good quarterback. Precision passing, not good. Wow. Adam Thielen had 10 points on his precision passing. Yeah. He, he was pretty good. How many did Andrew Luck have? Not good. Uh, I think he had two. Ouch. Yeah, it was not good for him. He was probably drunk. He might have been. Yeah. The only, That's but the only my, other, my last takeaway from the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge was Mitchie T <laughs> trying to toss a ball to Mike Evans over a, a plexiglass window. Pretty much. I don't know what you'd call wall. 
Yeah, it was just a wall. It's probably like seven feet tall. Yeah. It's like, he, all he had to do was float it. And he yeah. just kept zinging it right over the wall. It, yeah, it wasn't even. It was a bullet. Bullet right over like, the wall. The point is, okay, he's like 10 yards away. Mm-hmm. There's like a seven, eight foot wall in front of him. He's probably a foot or two behind the wall. So he has to leap and catch the ball at its high point as it's going over the wall. But the trick is to throw the ball to when it's going over the wall. Throw the wall. Throw the ball to when it's going over the wall. It's falling downward. Right. So he has at least a chance to catch it. And Mitchie T is just fucking slang him. He's fucking five feet above the wall. <laughs> so yeah, Mike Evans is he's tall. He's got a good vertical, but I don't think he's got a six foot vertical. Right. Let me bring that shit down a bit. No, it was it was bad. It was hard to watch. I was like, well, I'm glad that's my quarterback. Glad, he's, glad he's on my team. Yeah, I noticed Case Keenum wasn't uh, wasn't there. Wasn't that the Pro Bowl skills no. challenge? It's weird. I thought for sure he would be. I thought there was enough injuries he'd have been there. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Shocking. Honestly, he had a great. Is it because he threw more picks than touchdowns this year? Not that yeah, he actually did I that, but. That... He... Close. It's close. It was like though, I know thirteen close. touchdowns and like eleven picks, so it wasn't that far off. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's weird. I thought for sure he'd be there. Mm. If I was Von Miller, I would have gotten those two points, gotten in the camera, and be like, "I'm still better than Case Keenum." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not if he's gonna play with Case Keenum next year. It's probably not good. But yeah. The only, and, I mean, upside would be like you know the fans are way more on Von Miller's side than they are Case Keenum. Oh yeah, for sure. If you're a Broncos fan and you wholeheartedly support Case Keenum, then you are a liar, and I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. You're also delusional. Yeah, we have to support our quarterback. Shut up. You shut your mouth. Shut your goddamn mouth. You stupid Sandra. You dumb. Okay. It's not how. It's easy to support. John Elway. Okay, it's not so easy to support that. Yeah. But I guess Man. John Elway did come out and say that Case Keenum was not the answer. He admitted to his mistake. Which is really Yeah. Which is good. That's big of that's a big boy move. Yeah. Hey guys, uh just wanna say I obviously fucked up. Yeah. We know Yeah you did. <laughs> We fucked up a lot, actually. (laughs) Case Keenum thing, not even being the worst of it, really. (sighs) Um, what else do we got? Oh my, I have a question. Does anybody actually watch the Pro Bowl game? Because I've I I can't. The last time I watched the Pro Bowl game, Ray Lewis was playing, and Brian Urlacher was playing. I it was a long time ago. I can't remember watching one in recent memory. No. No. Nobody watches that. Nobody's I've trying. Seen highlights on Sports Center. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, yeah. Yeah, no one's trying. No one cares. We're just trying not to get hurt. Yeah. That's just do, it. Do it, you even get anything for winning the Pro Bowl? Like you get team... a bonus for going to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but what about your like the AFC wins what happens? I don't know. Me either. I know I think that it's like it, a pretty solid chunk of change to get selected and go. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I think 
Is it a quarter mil for going? No. It might be. Maybe. Somewhere. I, in I don't. I don't actually know, but yeah, I just like that's the. Remember toss. Pat Mac if he talked about it once. He told us how much it was, but I don't remember. Either. But uh. Yeah. No one's gonna watch that. Well, you know what? That's a lie. There's there's people out there for sure who have that shit on their DVR. I'm not DVRing it, but I may tune in because, quite honestly, it's supposed to snow here tomorrow, all goddamn day. Sunday's not a great day for television if there's no actual football on. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe I'll watch Bar Rescue. Maybe I'll watch a marathon of Bar Rescue or something. I don't know. We'll see. But um, other news. The Chiefs fired Bob Sutton, their defensive coordinator. And uh, that was definitely that was definitely that definitely needed to happen. I thought they did well. Wow. Chiefs defense, yeah, they were solid. Well, I mean, they had a decent pass rush, but other than that. Yeah, you sack the quarterback all you want, but if you're not stopping anything he throws, then you're probably not doing well. No, the secondary is hard to watch. But then they, uh, so they fired him, obviously, which wasn't a surprise move, and then they hired. Uh, Steve Spagnolo, Spagnola used to be the coach of the Giants a while back. Was he? A, he was a. He's always been a defensive coordinator, I think, though. Yeah. As far as I know, he has been. Yeah, he's. Uh, that's probably a good call. That's like the weakest point of your entire team, so you might as well address it as soon as possible. And there's no way Bob Sutton didn't see that coming. No, no, I'm pretty sure he knew when when Brady drove down the field at, on the last they're in overtime there. Yeah, he's pretty much like, yep, that's uh, that's over. Yeah, if you can run the ball straight up the middle, like the last three plays from like 20 yards out and get a touchdown in overtime, uh huh, there's probably a good chance that you're not going to be working. That's all right. He's old as fuck anyway. He's probably, I don't know if he's done, but. Yeah, probably. If I was him, I would, because what's your last, I mean, reference? Hey, I coached the worst defense in football as a defensive coordinator. Oh, we'll be in touch. (laughs) Except we won't be, because you're awful. Did Vance Joseph ever get hired anywhere? Mm, let me uh, take a peek. I don't know if he did. Hopefully not. He doesn't deserve it. Vance Joseph. He is the defensive coordinator of the Arizona Cardinals now. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe he'll be better at that. Cliff Kingsbury hired him. Probably will be better at that. Yeah. Well, his whole career, his whole tenure pretty much hinges on Cliff Kingsbury panning out. <laughs> um, Steve Spagnolo, though, is the, he's the defensive coordinator for Kansas City Chiefs. He was hired by the Giants 
He so he was the Giants uh, Giants head coach for a little bit. Do you know what his record is as a head coach in the NFL? Who? Steve Spagnuolo. Oh Spagnuolo. no, I have no 11, idea. 11 and forty-one. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I think it. I mean, think about it. You win one out of t- one out of four games. Hey, talking four and twelve. I mean, he was the uh, defensive assistant with the Ravens, Eagles. Oh, he used to be uh, the defensive line coach for the Barcelona Dragons. In case oh, you were nice. wondering. Yeah. Absolutely. Defensive backs coach at Maine. Maine. Yeah. They play football in Maine. In 94, they did. (laughs) Wow. I didn't think that was a thing. I thought like seven people lived in Maine. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, He used to be the defense coordinator for Connecticut. Wow. Another huge Uh, accomplishment. He used to be the defensive back coach for Rutgers and Bowling Green. Not he one used... of those teams is good. Yeah, Don. We're, talk- we're talking 90s, okay? Have you ever been to Bowling Green, Ohio? No. I have. Twice. What's your thoughts on it? It's a shithole. Oh. So oh. if anyone listening to this is from Bowling Green, Ohio... Which I doubt. Listen. Tighten up. <laughs> I've fucking... never been. You got people barefoot in gas stations. Fucking... Terrible. Not good. No. No. I went down there. I parked at a gas station. We were waiting for a while. I looked around. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go park at a different gas station. This is weird. (laughs) I don't know. I can't think of anything good that's ever come out of Ohio anyway, so. No. Nope. Nothing. Um... He was, oh, Steve Spagnola was also the uh, defensive coordinator of the Frankfurt Galaxy back in 98. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking NFL Europe? Is that what this is? Yeah. Yep. They had, um, they had a video game for the PlayStation. Yeah. I remember. Then he spent a lot of time with the Eagles, the Giants, head coach of the Rams for a little bit. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, from 2009 to 2011. And then yep. a lot of defensive – he was the defensive coordinator for the Saints in 2012, the senior defensive assistant for the Ravens in 2013, secondary coach in 2014, defensive coordinator of the Giants from 2015 to 2017, was the interim head coach for the Giants when they got rid of McAdoo last year, and then he is now the defensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's been around hmm. for a while. I don't know if he's accomplished much, but – he was a senior. No. He would have been the uh, senior defensive assistant for a Ravens team that won a Super Bowl. Other than that, um, moving on, the Bears worked out six, six or seven kickers to replace Cody Parkey and ended up signing one, which means that Cody Parkey lost his job pretty much because uh, it says that he brought this guy in to compete with Cody Parkey. Which pretty much means that he got the job, unless he really screws up in in the off season workouts or the in training camp. This guy's name is uh, the guy they they hired 
or they signed DJ. Yeah. The name is Redford Jones. He um he was the kicker at Tulsa. He where he made 169 of his 172 extra points. He only missed three extra points. And then he was 50 of 67 on his field goals, which is 75%. It's not tremendous. Well, it depends on what range we're talking. Yeah, that's true. I don't know where he's kicking from. But we'll see. I mean, it could be better than Parky. It could not be better than Parky. Either way, he's, fuck, he's competing with Parky. We really need to address the uh, kicker situation, though. Yeah. I don't know. I hope Redford Jones is the answer, but I doubt it. Saying if Brandon McManus decides to take fucking slot on the Ellen DeGeneres show mm-hmm. to talk about the Broncos. He, he probably probably not going to be good. No. Why are you doing that? Just stop bringing, stop bringing attention to yourself. Yeah. You're a kicker, dude. Stop it. Stop it right now. So hopefully things are looking up for the Bears there, but I doubt it because I don't know who Redford Jones is, but maybe he's the next, you know, Justin Tucker. Could be. Holy fuck. And then, um, last bit of NFL news that I have. John Harbaugh signed a four-year extension with the Ravens. Surprising to me because I thought maybe we'd get rid of this guy eventually, but uh, we'll see. Maybe he wants to work. Maybe, I don't know. That means Lamar Jackson's probably the quarterback of the future. Flacco's probably gone this year, if I had to guess. Yeah, I would imagine so. Flacco's over the hill. I don't think Flacco's the answer for anybody. No. You did win a Super Bowl, though. True. You did win a Super Bowl. So did Trent Dilfer. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, no one talks about Trent anymore. It's weird. I don't know why. He's a great dude. Yeah, no, it's... It's interesting that they would extend him at the same time. They're probably checking the uh, availability of other people, and they're like, yeah, maybe we don't got it so bad. So they're just going to ride it out. I mean, they, they don't, don't necessarily... really have it that bad. It's not like he's, he's... I mean, he makes the playoffs... Every so often, and uh, he won a Super Bowl, twenty thirteen. So, yeah, he's not. Could be worse. Could be a lot worse. It could be, you know, higher in Vance Joseph or something. I don't know. Yeah. Not that that would be a bad decision. No, it sounds like a pretty good one. I mean, he coached Denver to their first back-to-back losing season since '71. So that's pretty yeah. impressive. Doesn't sound bad at all. No. We're setting new precedents. Um Yeah. So yeah, John John Harbaugh with the Ravens for four more years than he How was. How about originally. Jim Harbaugh? What's he Jim gonna do? Probably stay at Michigan until he loses to Ohio loses to Ohio State. Uh Ryan Day led Ohio State and then uh they're gonna run him out of town, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like if he doesn't beat Ohio State this year, it's it's over. Yeah. You can't go like a decade straight. Not would not beat Ohio State, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he beat Michigan State this year, so there's that. 
Michigan State also sucked this year. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. we'll see what happens with Jim. I'm, I'm he's gonna be with him this year, but we'll we'll see. Probably end up he'll probably end up in the NFL again. If I had to guess, someone's gonna want to yeah. hire him. The Jets said they were gonna pay him an they they're gonna they were going to offer him an amount of money that he wouldn't be able to refuse and apparently he was able to refuse it, but you get it. Some they yeah. he's wanted anyhow. No, it definitely is. But yeah, he's, I, he's, he's probably one of those coaches that like, he's like a five year guy. Like the, at, at first the message is he's getting through to the team and then eventually you're just sick of this guy. Mm hmm. Hey, remember that one time that we were in position to make the college football playoff and then we got blown out by Ohio State and then got blown out by Florida in a bowl game? You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, the, hype was, the hype went from so high to so low in two so weeks. Nice. Yeah, pretty much like. Oh God, we we have a chance to go. We should be we should beat Ohio State. Blah blah blah. Fucking, I don't even remember what the score was. Sixty two thirty nine or something like that. It was ugly. Not good. The best defense in football. Well, I don't think so. Doesn't appear that way. Sixty two points says. Now you're gonna lose Devin Bush, Sean Gary, Karan Higdon. Ugh. I mean, now you got nobody. See what happens. Hopefully, recruits well. Yep. Um, little bit of NHL news. I watched the uh, skills competition, which is way more entertaining than the NFL one. Oh, you know by that. far. Because I mean, they, they, they uh, <laughs> it's probably probably because it's less about fun and more about, you know, like actual who's skills. who's the actual skills. Yeah. Yeah. Connor McDavid yeah. won the. Uh, fastest skater competition there was a woman who was in it from the u.s olympic team she she did pretty well she beat some she beat some of the men hmm. she had like 14 seconds 14 point whatever you know but Connor mcdavid won with 13.378 which is literally just the lap around the yeah the rink um that's three times in a row now i believe for him and then there was a puck control uh, competition, which was actually pretty impressive. For you gotta like go between ten pucks, and then uh, what's the middle one? Then you gotta hold. You gotta go through like eight cones with the puck, and then you gotta go through three towers. And there's like a hole, and there's like three la- or three different holes in the tower. And then whatever light is on is where you gotta put the puck through. Move on to the next one, and then it's like the middle one put the puck through. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to see it to know what I'm talking about. But Johnny Gaudreau won that again. Johnny Johnny Hockey. Wow. And then they do a save streak thing where they have a goalie in net and then um, nine guys um, one at a time do a breakaway onto a goalie, breakaway goal or shoot on the goalie. And Henrik Lundqvist had 12 saves in a row. That was the winner. That's pretty good, yeah. Last year, last year, Mark Andre Fleury won it. He had fourteen in a row. Pretty King solid. Henry, mm-hmm. Big Slang fan. It. 
Mm-hmm. And then the pre- premier passer was uh oh what the hell's this for? I didn't write on his name. From the Oilers, Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl was his name. Wow. I don't know who that is. He's 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 uh must be pretty young. But anyway, he's in the All Star game and uh, he did this premier passer uh, track in like a minute and nine seconds. It was pretty impressive. He uh that one, the premier passer one. You got to do like three breakout passes. You got to hit the hit the stick of like some dummy. They're, they're just like pylons with sticks out. And you got to hit the stick. Tape, you got to make tape tape passes three times in a row. Or, well, three times. And then you move on and you got to shoot over. You got to shoot into very tiny nets. Or pass into make saucer passes into very tiny nets. Four of them. Two of them are close and two of them are long distance. And you move on and then you. Oh, shoot. What was the last part of it? Oh, there's uh, you got to make make passes to whatever light is on. There's like five different different uh, squares or rectangles, and you got to hit each one. You got to hit each one, and you got to do it like fast enough. You gotta, it's all about reaction and passing. It's like a light comes on, and then you pass it over to uh, whatever one, whatever light is on. I don't know. It's it's fun fun to watch. Anyway, it's all more like that's what I'm saying is. These are all about skill and less about having fun. Like yeah. the NFL one. Not is. as much fucking off. It's more yeah. impressive. Yeah. Then, um, but the the they didn't have. There was a woman who did that premier passer one. And you know how this dry sidle guy won in a minute and nine seconds. There was a mm-hmm. woman who did it in a woman on the from the U.S. team who did it in a minute and twelve seconds. Literally just wow. three seconds behind. Which impressive. would have been I I think would have been second. If I'm not mistaken, of all That's the men who crazy. Did. And then hardest shot, John Carlson of the uh, Washington Capitals had 102.8 miles an hour, which isn't. I mean, it's it's fast, but it, there's been a lot faster before. And then accuracy Dano shooting. Shara had like 109. Oh. But yeah, I, I don't know. It was his first shot. He got 102.8, and nobody else was even close. I don't even think anybody else broke 100. Maybe I'm wrong though. And then uh, accuracy shooting, David Pasternak from uh, the Boston Bruins hit all five targets in 11.3 seconds. I don't know if you ever seen the accuracy shoot or the accuracy well, yeah, shot corners thing. and yeah, two corners and or fall four corners and then one in the middle, plates in the middle. One yeah. play in the middle, one in each four corners. Oh, it was pretty fun to watch. <clears throat> I watched that whole thing. And then um, my next. Oh, the NHL tried a uh, this weekend with the All-Star weekend. They tried a NHL tried the puck and player tracking. So they had microchips in the shoulder pads of each player. And then they had microchips in the pucks to keep track of the pucks and keep track of the players and how fast they were skating and where they were going and how the puck was moving and how fast the puck was traveling and stuff. Apparently the NHL and the NFL are the only, the only leagues to not have some sort of tracking like that mobile tracking. Apparently mm-hmm. every other sport, every other major sport does. That's pretty interesting. They had it on during the, the 
all-star game today, which was won by the Metropolitan Division, and Sidney Crosby was the all-star of that, of the of the all-star game. Four goals, five points or something. Wow. Yeah, much as everyone wants to hate him, he's just very, very good. So good. Very good. And he tossed Cries the puck. a lot. Ah, well. You'll have that. Yeah. And then my uh, last topic, my last topic, hockey talk. The Oilers fire their GM after four seasons, and based on their moves, based on his moves, I think it was, uh, it was about time. You should hear some of these moves that are I, – I actually have them – Listed here. So he acquired a defenseman from the New York Islanders for a first round draft pick. That defenseman no longer no longer plays for the Oilers. He's now in the uh Vegas Golden Knights minor league system. And that first round pick went to Edmonton and they got uh Matthew Barzal Barzal and uh I, who was the NHL Rookie of the Year last year and was in the All-Star Game this year. Nice. It's a Not, good call. Yeah, good call. Uh, then he uh, then he signed Milan Lucic from the Boston Bruins. I'm sure you've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, to a seven-year contract and only has 15 goals in the 131 games that he's played. Nice. The Oilers. Then he, then he traded a defenseman, a one-for-one one trade, traded Adam Larson. Um, he traded away Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. Taylor Hall won the Hart Trophy last year, which is the NHL MVP. <laughs> Good. Yes. Good trade, right? Adam Larson's just the defenseman on their team. Yeah, just a guy. Um, what else? He also s- traded Jordan Eberle for... Ryan Strom. Strom scored 14 goals in 100 games for the Oilers before he was traded to the Rangers in November of this year for Ryan Spooner. And Spooner, after he got to the Oilers, was placed on waivers uh, this week after scoring three points in 24 games. Jordan Everly's a good is a good winger. And what else do we have? Oh, and then he then they're just saying that he made a trade or not a trade. He made a uh, he signed their goalie to a three year extension um, with trade protection. Literally the day before, twenty four hours before he was fired. <laughs> nice goalie's like, oh, thank God. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> thought I was thought I was thought I was screwed here. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. My five point six goals against average. Is not worth signing, but let me tell you something. I offer a lot in heart and effort. <laughs> no, I think he's pretty good, but yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, not even open it up to a trade, like not even an option. That's just that's silly. Yeah, it's professional sports, so you can be traded. So yeah, I think it was about time for the for just based on the moves that I said. The reason I brought that's the whole reason I brought it up. Just based on the moves that I saw. Um, That's pretty bad. The Taylor Hall one's probably the worst. Oh. Yeah, can we take that defenseman one for one? I'm going to give you uh, once-in-a-generation talent. Yeah. Who's going to win the uh, NHL MVP? 
one of the most prolific players currently on an NHL roster. Thank you. You can have for free. That's Pretty much. silly. So don't get me wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Adam Larson may be a good defenseman for them, but uh, I haven't. I haven't been keeping up with the old Edmonton Oilers. <clears throat> I'm just saying uh, to trade a defenseman for the NHL MVP, get a defenseman in return. Or no, yeah. So you you get a defenseman and give away the NHL MVP. Not a good move. No. No, it's not really a good call. But it also may be because, I mean, maybe Taylor Hall needed to get away from the Oilers organization. Who knows? To be uh, that productive. Taylor Hall, I would probably be taking any opportunity to not be in Edmonton. So that's fair. I mean, they do have Connor McDavid there. Yeah. 100 points every year. Not bad. Pretty solid. Yeah, it's not bad. He's younger. He's younger than he's like twenty three years old. He's younger than you and me. Yeah, decent. Connor McJesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's an impressive specimen. But these things happen. So that's all I have as far as topics go. Do you have anything you'd like to bring to the table, Don? And obviously, if Bundy and uh, if Josh were here, we would have a little more, probably a little more banter about the, uh, the NHL news that I have. But uh, yeah, it would have been helpful. But they rather play uh, Rainbow Six and jerk each other off, so that's fine. It's also incest. So oh, I mean, once it's incest, it might as well be man on man. So fair enough. Yeah. So no, I ain't got uh, much else to add. So I have one thing that I'd like to mention, Don. Uh, I have a question. Do you, in the UP, well, first off, are there any Amish in the UP? No. Nowhere? Not that I'm aware of. Well, apparently, here in Cedar Rapids, we get we get eggs from the Amish. And yes. all that come with little with letters from little girls. <laughs> that tells That's... them... See, it sounds weird, but... Oh. Can I read you this letter? Yeah. I'd like to read you this letter from this little girl that comes in my eggs. Comes with every every dozen eggs that you buy. Good morning, and she spelled morning wrong. Uh, it's uh, M-O-R-N-G-I-N-G. Close. Morning. Yeah. Morning. Um, it's only 15 above this morning. Mom is going to a sewing today to help make quilts to send overseas to the poor <laughs> mom wants to teach me how to sew this winter joseph is not a baby anymore he loves horses and tractors <laughs> <laughs> naomi likes to write and color smiley face marie helps me rosalie helps naomi see you sarah ann wow <laughs> that is a lot not a baby anymore is- I didn't know he was a baby, and I don't know you. So this well, is I'm weird sure there's story. some people who have been buying their eggs for years. We just happened to buy their eggs this time. And Where did you get it. these eggs? High V. Shout out High V. And they just every carton has a weird letter in it. Yeah, apparently. 
I wonder if the other kid's right. I'm going to keep buying their eggs. You know what's fucked up is you probably got the one carton of eggs with a weird Amish letter in it. <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're supposed to find them now and bring the letter, and now you have to marry the third born and procreate. I think that's how that works. So Pretty sure. Apparently they have um, six children. One looks like a baby. I'm guessing that's Joseph. Naomi helps me, but Rosalie helps Naomi. Uh, so really, Rosalie helps you, is what I'm getting out of this. Sarah Ann. Yeah, that's something. That's uh, that's just awkward. It is awkward. I thought it was hilarious, though. I re- I, I was like, I, I opened up and I was like, Shanna. I, well, I saw it on the counter, actually. I didn't even, I didn't open up the eggs, but Shanna left it on the counter. I walked in, I walked in to, I, Shanna was in the living room, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then she told me that it came in the eggs. And uh, I just had, yeah, thought I'd share that with you. Wow. That is a lot. But other than that, that's all my topics. Yeah, other than the Amish egg letter, I got, mu- I got nothing else. Buddy's shot. No, I think this is a wrap on this guy. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead and uh, follow us on Facebook. So you get all the uh, links right away. I would say follow us on Twitter and Instagram, but I don't think anything's been done with either of those in a very long time. It's not true. Our links go to Twitter. Bundy wrote something on Twitter a while ago. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's a hard it's follow. Not, uh, it's not tremendously active, but there's there's room for improvement. Yeah. Anyway, give us a like and a listen. Uh, we appreciate it. See you next time. Yeah.